My name's Charles Story. I will be your host for the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, so let's get down to business. Today's Friday, and not only is it Friday, it's the 1st of December 2017, which is a phenomenal month because not only is it my birthday, but it's also Christmas. So all that great news thus far, let's get into the levels. Bitcoin is currently trading at $10,804, which is up 14% in the last 24 hours. Ethereum is currently trading at $460, which is up 12%. Ripple is currently trading at $0.25, which is up 1%. And Litecoin is currently trading at $91, and that's up 6% in the last 24 hours. The current market cap of cryptocurrencies is $320 billion, and of that, Bitcoin's dominance is 56.4%. Phenomenal! So let's get on to the next part of the show. Crypto News Flash. Bitcoin exchanges outages prove their sway on mass market. This story is going to be covering how much power the exchanges have in the crypto world. So let's get into the story. With a bank, the coins and notes you hold in your hand are your connection to the currency system. With gold, you can hold your ounce in the palm of your hands. Even with stocks and bonds, you have certificates. But when it comes to Bitcoin, they are ethereal. For many everyday users of Bitcoin, their only connection to the asset their money, is the exchanges. These applications, companies, websites, essentially are the only tenuous link between people and the digital assets. Thus, when there are problems with the exchanges, it is little to no surprise that a degree of panic sets in. Coinbase, one of the biggest and fastest growing exchanges, suffered outages as the frenzy, FOMO, which stands for fear of missing out, rallied adoption to new high levels. When people were met with outages and delays, it sparks panic in two senses. More fear of missing out was met, and people fell back to the fear that Bitcoin can collapse or pop any time. This prompted a rather larger sell-off. The importance of exchanges. With parallels being drawn between the latest rally and the boost in 2014 because of the mainstream adoption take-up, it is important to see the role of exchanges back then and how they play their part today. It was in 2014 when some of the heavy hitters of exchanges like Coinbase burst into the market, making the buying and selling of Bitcoin far easier and much more of a pleasant user experience. Again, in today's economy, the exchanges are the lifeblood of the network and in the market. And even comparable to the central nervous system for it, there is a problem at these centers. Things often go pear-shaped quite quickly, catalyzing the drop. Only Hours after soaring past $11,000, a price that represents a gain of more than twofold since September, Bitcoin plunged nearly 20% in less than 90 minutes. Many are now pinning the latest drop outages experience on Coinbase and others. Traffic swelled during the US online hours yesterday as investors fought to get on the rocket ship, seemingly headed to the moon. However, Coinbase could not keep up. Coinbase tweeted that traffic on its platform hit an all-time high at eight times the peak demand experience in June. Access remained unavailable to some users. Issues in the exchanges add to it without any doubt, said David Mondres, chief executive of Tribe, a blockchain-based research platform. When you have a lack of ability to exit, then people dump in order to exit faster. Bitcoin's Achilles heel. It has been interesting to see it recently 
Not much has phased Bitcoin in terms of negative press. News of Russia's ban and the emergence of crypto ruble, Jamie Dimon's ongoing negative chatter, and other factors barely even left a scratch in the digital currency. However, when issues after the ex- exchange take into place, it seems that there is no way the market can be hit harder. Bitcoin trading isn't for the novice investor, said John Spallanzi, chief macro strategist at GFI Securities in New York. Who does technical analysis on the cryptocurrencies? Corrections are fast and furious, and when you get when you get when you get run over, you get hit hard, just like the movie. A great story there. Let's get on to the next one. Just before we get to our next story, here's a quick message brought to you by our sponsor, the SVK Crypto Crowd, the UK's number one crowd investment club. The SVK Crypto Crowd is a community of like-minded cryptocurrency investors and enthusiasts. Leveraging the power of the group, the SVK Crypto Crowd aggregates investor interest to negotiate more favorable terms with up-and-coming ICOs. Benefit from the exclusive pre-negotiated discounts unavailable to the public. Access the inside track on the most exciting up-and-coming ICOs. To join the exclusive members club, email myself at cstory at svkcrypto.com, which is c-s-t-o-r-r-y at svkcrypto.com. When emailing myself, please have the email subject crypto crowd. Once I receive that, I'll send you all the information needed on the crowd and how to get signed up. On top of this, I'm going to add in an exclusive preview of the next deal the crowd is looking at. So what are you waiting for? Email myself, sign up now. Let's get on to the next story. President staff monitoring cryptocurrencies. This story is going to be talking about a conversation between a reporter and someone on the administration about cryptocurrencies. So let's get into it. As part of the customary press briefing from the White House, the President's press secretary made it clear that the White House was monitoring cryptocurrencies. Furthermore, the Department of Homeland Security was part of the conversation. While the press conference ranged widely on topics, including President Trump's Twitter post and the press secretary's strip throat, the issue of cryptocurrencies came up through reporter questions. According to the secretary, the topic was broached this week during a conversation with Homeland Security. And while no specific statements were made, it was clear that the president's office was aware and monitoring the current situation. Here's the transcript. Has the president been following this at all? Bitcoin specifically and the major run up it's had. Does he have any opinion on it? Does he feel or does the administration feel that this is now something that needs to be regulated by the government? Mrs. Sanders, I know this is something that is being monitored by our team here. In terms of specific briefings and announcements on it, I don't have anything that I can share with you right now, but would be happy to follow up in the future. Look, this is an issue, I know. Tom Bozza with the Homeland Security team, an advisor to the president, has brought this up in a meeting earlier this week. I know it's something that he's keeping an eye on and will keep you posted when we have anything further on it. What a story. On to the next one. Invest in Bitcoin at your own risk, warns French Central Bank. Bit of a negative story, but it's an interesting one because it's coming from the French institutes and it's interesting to see what they think of the matter. The chief of the French Central Bank today warned of the risks investing in Bitcoin. Francis 
Valéry, governor of the Bank of France, said that the speculative asset is not a is not a currency and confusingly not even a cryptocurrency, according to the Independent. Making the remarks at an event in China, Villaroy continued, its value and extreme volatility have no economic basis and they're nobody's responsibility. The central bank, he said, warned that those buying Bitcoin do so entirely at their own risk. Villaroy's statement echoes that of Victor Conseo, vice president of the European Central Bank, who said Wednesday that investors are taking a risk buying Bitcoin at current highs. <laughs> The news comes amid media excitement over the price of Bitcoin, which climbed past $11,000 this week. At press time, the cryptocurrency is passing hands for over $10,800. The astonishing price gains have prompted a number of notable figures in finance to declare Bitcoin a bubble, including this morning billionaire investor Carl Icahn. Like other central banks, the Bank of France has shown an interest not on the cryptocurrencies, but in the blockchain technology that makes them possible. Back in February, the Financial Institute launched a new innovation lab with an eye to collaborate with blockchain startups. So they're being extremely negative with Bitcoin, but they love the technology behind it. With that in mind, let's get on to the next part of the show. Top Twitter tweet of the day. The top Twitter tweet today goes to Jeremy Gardner. And here's the tweet. If you're asking if 10K is too late to get into Bitcoin, you're missing the point. Just like those who asked at $1, $10, $1,000. The end game for Bitcoin is binary. We're just getting started. And you can go follow him at Disruptpreneur. Disruptpreneur. <laughs> I love that. It's a great Twitter name. The second is from Max Kaiser. You can go follow him at Max Kaiser. And here's his tweet. Bitcoin's roadmap. One, arrival, networked, exponentially exploding communications tech. Two, a digitally scarce commodity. Three, an MOE at $100,000. Four, a unit of account. Along the way, we'll see the death of fiat, central banks and commercial banks. Woohoo! Let's get on to the next part of the show. SVK's current global crypto view. So the IC we're looking at today is props, P-R-O-P-S. The token symbol for this is also props. The hard cap for this project is $25 million. Public crowd so ICO contributors own 20% of total token supply. The discount is going to be 20% during pre-sale. The whitelist is going on at present, so go check it out at their website, www.props.com. The pre-sale is going to start December 11th, 2017. It's an ERC-20 token, which means, which means it's based on the Ethereum blockchain. So let's get into what they do. So you now, the company behind Props, is a live streaming video company founded in 2011. They were the first app to create a two-sided virtual currency market where users paid to buy virtual currency and content creators earned revenue from engagement, which is a pretty, pretty cool um, strategy. So, let's look at what their plan is and a bit about well, how advanced is the project now. So, YouNow is established is an established company founded in 2011. In the last three years, YouNow has generated over 50 million dollars in virtual goods sales, according to the white paper. The network has more than 40 million users and over 120 million user sessions per month. So, let's look into the team. We've got. Adi Seidman, founder and CEO, co-founded K-Solo, an online karaoke service that was acquired by Fox slash MySpace and TargetSpot, an audio ad network and joint venture with CBS. So he founded the company back in 2011. 
Yonterra Seller, who's the senior vice principal, uh, president, sorry, of um, of business and development and product strategy, previously founding member of VP marketing and product strategy of Tavinci, a video platform. So pretty good team, executed in the past. Our concerns of the project are as follows. There is a high inflation of circulating tokens, which will dilute the proportion owned by ICO participants. By year four, there will be more tokens minted from partner rewards and grants from the ICO. Uh, that's one of them. Second one is Rise is going to, f- for, is going to face stiff competition as a video streaming um, in, the, in the video streaming space. Rise is the app they're going to use behind this. So the bigger players such as Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat are also getting into the space as well. So our conclusion, good for flipping. The project is backed by strong advisors and investors and has strong market awareness. It should have no problem reaching the $25 million hard cap with unmet demand. With neutral long-term holds due to the circulating tokens and the diluted tokens that are be coming off the back of that. That's a wrap. i got to bounce. Have a fantastic week and be back on Monday. Remember to like us, share our content, subscribe to our content, share us with your crypto community. Have a great weekend. I'll be back Monday. Listening to an SVK Crypto Podcast Original. Follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. Email us on CSTory at SVKCrypto.com. Leave us a message on our website, www.svkcrypto.com.